Now, my wife comes in because we were partners. She did not come in in the moment because she recognized in that moment I wasn't in the mood to hear it. But she came back later on. She said, like, look, I know that's not how you want to be with our kids. So next time, this is the one thing that I noticed that maybe you could do differently that might change the game. I was still in a low mood about it. I understood that. So I said, well, that doesn't make any sense to me, but I need to leave this alone because that's going to just upset me more. I recognized in the moment that that would send me down the wrong pathway. And what we talked about the other day was communication. And if the communication isn't going in a positive, helpful direction, let's stop it and we could try again later. Welcome back into the DC 360 podcast, where today we're going to talk about moods in relationships. And this is one I could go on and on about and have story after story after story that I could tell. And when it comes to moods, I used to be very much somebody that was dictated by my moods. Whether I woke up and I felt angry or distressed or I felt some sort of way, I felt like I needed to go out into the world with my partner I need to execute that. That meant something. My emotions and my feelings meant something. Mood is a predominant state of mind, right? And if we're saying that it's a predominant state of mind, when we are in high spirits and a high mood, we function and move differently than when we are in a low state or a low mood. And I know this from experience. When I am in a high mood, everything sounds like we can do it. We're on the same team. This is us. Let's go. But when it comes to me being in a low mood, and this is something that I don't think that we think about, is how often our moods determine how we are and how we see the world. In fact, now that I've understood this, 100% of the time, the mood that I am in dictates how I see the situation. Now, moods are like the weather. And again, we're looking at George Pransky's work in relationship to how I've actually seen my own life. And when it comes to moods, George talks about them in the way of the weather. The weatherman can predict the weather, but they don't know why atmospheric changes occur. The same is true with our moods. We can kind of sort of predict what kind of mood we might be in. We can feel what mood we are in, but we don't know what changes that mood in that specific moment. So what's been really helpful is to understand how moods work. And the way moods work are, they move like clouds, like the weather. If we don't spend a lot of time thinking about it and thinking that we have to do something about it, they will naturally move on. That's what they do. Now, this has been super helpful in my relationships because when I, because instead of always constantly fighting and wrestling with other people and the outside conditions and the outside circumstances in order to make me feel better, what happened was I began to see that it's all based on how I am, what I have going on. So if me and my wife are about to get into something, if I am in a positive, upbeat spirit, I'm feeling myself, I know that that's got a better chance of going well than if I'm in a low mood, not feeling well, not feeling myself. My moods have actually gotten better with time. That's the cool thing, is you don't have to worry once you understand this, once you see this. Once you start to see this, you will have a mood, you will recognize that's not the mood that you want to be in, you will see that same mood again and again and again and again. 
And if you don't beat yourself up when you see the mood again and again and again, what happens is you start to relax and you start to give yourself grace. And in those moments where that mood would occur, you actually don't allow that mood to affect what's going on. Happens with my kids all the time. Yesterday, my son kind of threw something at my daughter. That's what they told me. I put them both in timeout because I don't know what's going on. They're four. And then there was something that happened that I asked my son to pick up earlier that day. He didn't pick it up. I asked him to pick it up then. And he then was telling me what to do. And I was feeling it and feeling it and feeling it. And then I let something go, right? I was like, you need to get what I asked you done, done. Which is a respectful thing, right? Like, I asked you to do something, please do it. Now my wife comes in because we were partners. She did not come in in the moment because she recognized in that moment I wasn't in the mood to hear it. But she came back later on and she said, like, look, I know that's not how you want to be with our kids. So next time, this is the one thing that I noticed that maybe you could do differently that might change the game. I was still in a low mood about it. I understood that. So I said, well, that doesn't make any sense to me, but I need to leave this alone because that's going to just upset me more. I recognized in the moment that that would send me down the wrong pathway. And what we talked about the other day was communication. And if the communication isn't going in a positive, helpful direction, let's stop it and we could try again later. Because what I knew in that moment was she was right. She had the right of it, right? She was telling me how that I could, maybe from an outside perspective, get a different result next time. And she was right. She said, slow down. Don't like get in his face and like say, hey, daddy told you to do this, back up give him some space, let him do his thing. And then what I noticed even after she said that was he was in a low mood when I asked him to pick up the underwear for the second time. Because I just put him in timeout. He didn't know what was going on with his sister. They, I mean, they, you know, whatever they're doing back in there, right? Kids being kids, kids still shouldn't hit each other. Kids should still not put their hands on each other. But what was important was that I recognize that next time, even though I've done tremendously better this time than last time and the time before and the time before, I still have a little work to do. And that's okay because I would not have seen this nuance specifically if it wasn't for all the other instances and things like that that occurred that allowed me to shape who I am today. Thank you for following us on this journey. We will continue talking about life and a 360 degree look at it. Right now we are talking about relationships and we talked about moods. We've talked about communication and we're going to continue to talk about relationships. Right now I'm reading a book called The Relationship Handbook. If you do not have it, you should go get it. It's by George Pransky. It's an amazing book if you are in a relationship. I love you. We will continue growing. Talk to you soon.